Bali rhythms. Oh, yeah. We can't clap worth shit. <laughs> I have rhythm. How dare you? You're right. I'm sorry. Um, I have rhythm, and you have, have the shirts. blues. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you have blue shirts with, uh, with little clownfish on them. It's my Finding Self shirt. <laughs> I'm Sam Lounsbury, I believe. Yes, on this show. I don't know why I have to keep telling you it. Um, <laughs> on this show, we talk about the movies we've watched and challenge each other to rate them on the problematic Fuck, Mary Kill scale. Um, Sam, how has your week been? It was great. Uh, I, I realize I'm a bad friend. Oh, <laughs> Well, to how you? So? How so? Uh, you, you text me. I oh. think you called me like a, the day I was planning on doing this with my roommates. Oh, yeah. Uh, you said, hey, Sam, my lovely uh, fiance is not going to be able to go see a movie with me. Would you like to go see the Sister Act film That's right. with, me in the gar- <laughs> with me in the movie box? That's right. Uh, and I said, Andy, I wish I could, but I have to show my roommates the, twi- the Twin Peaks pilot. <laughs> um. In all seriousness, it's a great fucking pilot. <laughs> You know, it's 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 a it was a good choice, and I definitely am glad you were you were with loved ones, seeing something lovable, um, and that's that's really all one can one can ask for. So, Andy, um, how was your week? Week was good. It was a bit quiet because the aforementioned lovely fiance was mm-hmm. uh, mostly out of the uh, out of the apartment. Um, we've been so used to like working together in like separate bedroom, dining room offices mm-hmm. um, throughout the day that she was off uh, shooting a uh, pilot um, for a sketch comedy show, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully to be coming in the not too distant future. I got to be on set for one day. I got to play her love interest in two of her music videos that are going to be part of this pilot. You, you get a, f- you, you're not an extra. You're a starring role here. I wouldn't say starring role, but I'm a featured extra. <laughs> Sir, I can't wait to see this or see the clips of you being cut off from it. Man. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. Man, if they cut me from it, I'll be, I think, I think a little be upset a little more than me. I don't know oh. if that's true. Maybe I'll be more upset. Um, point is, uh, I had a good week. Uh, I did call you because she was, uh, late. Uh, mm-hmm. she was taping late that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am, unfortunately didn't end up going to see uh, sister act because, uh, no one wanted to come with me oh. or no one was able to, which was fair. It was a last minute request. Um, after, after Colette couldn't come, uh, I was like, Sam will surely help me. And no, Sam did not help. So I'm very sorry, but you know, it was, it was a free ticket anyway, something they're giving away to the, the members of the music box. And I just thought, you know what, there's other movies I'd like to watch, um, instead. And I can do so for the same price at home. And, um, uh, I can tell you about them if we want to talk about the movies we watched this week. Andy, let's talk about the movies we watched this week. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sam, why don't you go first? Tell me what you watched. Uh, Andy, I started this week, uh, with a little horror movie called the Jin. The mm-hmm. Dinge? I, the D is silent, I believe. The D-G-D-J. The Dinge. D-J-I-N-N. A B-level horror movie I've ever seen one. Then on the 21st, I watched. I started Twin Peaks with my roommates. And then I told my roommate, hey, if you're not surprised by what's weird, don't worry. Episode 3 gets real weird. And that's the scene. I think that's where the Black Lodge shows up. Uh, or the Red Room. Um, ah, the Red Room. 
And he was, I told him, I'm not going to say anything about it because you will never guess what it is. <laughs> and he did it. <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, that was Chris Thomas, everyone. Uh, but God bless. Andy, I followed it up with a movie that I technically was in, but I, I think uh, I'll say this. I'll say it right now. Uh, I was not used. I was not used to a midnight movie, and 9:45 is a new midnight. <laughs> and I got super drunk and saw "Don't Panic," and I don't remember a thing about it, but I was there. Uh, <laughs> wow. Then I finished "Dead and Buried," um, a 1980s B horror movie again, and then I I easily saw the best movie I've seen this week, <laughs> but also like not counting the rewatch of Twin Peaks Pilot. Uh, 400 blows. Your, your lovely challenge to me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a strong phrase. Um, well, is it? <laughs> or I guess. Just, show, just show how shitty my movie was week this week. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little call me, call me. We, this is, this is messing up my strategy of what I was going to make you, uh, film Mary kill this week, but let me talk about the movies I watched this week. Let's so talk about the movies you watched this week, Andy. Um, I, <clears throat> Did a rewatch the day after uh, uh, Charles Grodin's passing. I watched uh, the Charles Grodin film that meant the most to me as a child, The Great Muppet Caper. It's probably the best journalism movie I've ever seen. Oh, man. Second only <laughs> to maybe Spotlight. <laughs> Think about it. That is a hot take. <laughs> oh, man. Come at me. Fucking uh, Mark. <laughs> so then on the 20th, I watched two movies. That was the day we were supposed to go see Sister Act. But instead, during work, I watched The Woman in the Window, the uh, new Amy Adams, Joe Wright film that's on Netflix. Uh, and then I saw Offside, a, finally, the uh, Panahi film that you have so graciously left your DVD here for ages. It's Weeks. the, you finished the trilogy. It seems I, like. <laughs> yeah. What was, what was left on this? It so, was The Fog and Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, Phantom of the Paradise. Yes. And now offside. What, what a trilogy. Now I think about it. <laughs> wow. Thematically, um, they're, they're very loose. <laughs> agreed. Um, uh, then on the 22nd, uh, I watched, I watched uh, the new Angelina Jolie film directed by Taylor Sheridan called Those Who Wish Me Dead. And then on the 23rd, I watched a uh, short film, a Oscar-winning short film, best live-action short film called The Silent Child. It came out 2017, so I think that was the year, I think that was the Green Book year that this movie won, um, hmm. best uh, live-action short. I don't know. I'm becoming like a... I, I'm worried that this is going to become a new obsession where it's like, I'm going to watch all the best live action shorts I can. Cause I don't, I, I need new lists to be obsessed by for some reason. That's fair. Um, and then yesterday uh, I had planned, I was in my free time. I try, I was trying to write some more criticism and creative stuff and thought, Oh, I'll just publish this on my letterbox. Uh, and I was writing a bunch of like stuff about Christopher Nolan because today, mm -hmm. the day we're taping the 25th, Fifth is the day we're taking? Yes. Today is the day uh, 20 years ago that Memento opened wide oh, in the shit. U.S. So I was thinking like, oh, that'd be a good day to publish this list. That list is not done. There's a lot of paragraphs that are half written and not done. I just put <laughs> like my republished my rankings. Uh, but I basically just rewatched Tenet in anticipation of that uh, that list. So yeah, yesterday I rewatched. I watched Tenet for the second time. Um, and that's what I watched this week. So comes to the part of the show. Let's challenge each other. Challenge each other, Sam. As always, call the coin in the air. Heads! It is tails up. Sam, 
um, why don't you uh, why don't you give to me this time around? Why this time rather than me picking for you first? Why don't you you give? Okay, I'll give. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to not be a dick. Oh uh, boy. <laughs> um, oh boy. Um, Andy, I want you to pick between the Great Muppet Caper, Offside, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Tenet. Mmm. Mm. This is tough. This is a this is a dick move on your part. Um, oh wow! Oh, I thought it was gonna be the other way around. <laughs> um, is it tough because they're all too great? All three are good movies. Yes, oh, all okay. three are oh, movies God. I like, and uh, I, 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 I'm loath hmm. to kill kill one of any one of these. Um, but I think uh, I think I'll do what's right in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, first, uh, I'm gonna fuck. Offside. Oh wow! Yes. Oh uh, nice. Um, I, I I'm very very impressed by this uh, this director that I knew nothing really about until you challenged me to one of his films and then left a DVD of one of his films. As <laughs> uh, of course uh, Jafar Panahi, um, who made the gr- brilliant. Uh, this is not a film. Uh, this is more of a narrative uh, feature, of course, but a film about. Uh, Women who have been uh, banned from s- attending soccer matches in Iran try to sneak in anyway. Um, it's filmed. Uh, act- it's actually filmed during a World Cup qualifying game uh, between uh, Iran and uh, Bahrain. Mm-hmm. And it's I have my joke review is like, did the mumblecore people just rip off the Iranians this whole time? Because it definitely has kind of like a bit of a link later kind of a mm. it obviously because it's like shot and digital it does have a bit of a less budgeted look to it but it that means it like has a lot of like on ground level authenticity to it mm-hmm. it is like low-key funny in a lot of ways <laughs> i i remember laughing in that movie a lot <laughs> oh man yeah there's there's definitely a few moments where i just thought like oh this is like i feel like i should be like sad and worried but then this funny thing happens and i think i think that's the important thing <laughs> i think he's he knows he's making a comedy um it is a satire it does it does count, count it is he considers it a satire if i remember right totally totally well it's 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 a joy i don't know how easy it is to see because again sam lent me a, a dvd so it was unmarked if i remember right is it is the dvd box like unmarked the it DVD, just like has a post-it note the box is unmarked yes <laughs> Um, it just as a post note to remind you, I assume, I thought maybe like, Oh, did you get this like used from like Hollywood video or some, uh, Oh, I, I think I, that was actually a, do you remember the old Netflix? With yes. The uh, I had an old account back in college oh. that, uh, I had, I got a DVD of it and I lost it and I just didn't find it until I moved out of that apartment. And then I found it. And I was like, oh, this is something that I can clearly never get back. Because <laughs> uh, I think I both paid for that DVD because <laughs> uh, I didn't find it. And That's yours. You paid it's fine. for it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I did I did find an old box from Facets and just put it in there. Nice. Nice. Well, it's it, it was a it was a great recommendation and definitely something worth uh worth watching if you can get your hands on it. Just uh very uh, a remarkable film, really kind of a poignant film. But yeah, a surprisingly funny film. Um, I, without spoiling too much, that that guy who's got a ride in the truck with the uh, the girls on the way out of the stadium, yeah, kills me. Love <laughs> love that guy. Um, and also like, and also just the way one of the women like still like 
no matter how often she's yelled at by the soldiers, never gives up her negotiating spirit. <laughs> and then, uh, it, yeah, re- remarkable film. I, I look forward to getting more into uh, Jafar Panahi as, uh, as my life goes on. <laughs> um, so that means, uh, what am I going to marry? Like, this, is, this is where it's less, less hard. Um, some consider uh, one of these films a great movie, and some of these consider uh, this to be Tenet. <laughs> Listen, I've been spending since since I watched it last night and thinking about it and even writing like a bit about in that soon someday published like essay length list of like my favorite why I rank my Nolan films the way I do. I spent a lot of time fucking defending Tenet. I think Tenet <laughs> is good. And I think people It's fine. It's I, fine. I think people who are mad at it, I think you're like, "Okay, there may be like an aesthetic thing you don't like about Christopher Nolan, um, that's fine. I think though people getting hung up on the <laughs> like complexities of time inversion are missing the point entirely. <laughs> I think I hmm. like I part of me was thinking like people's like oh this movie is so complicated and it's like is it is it really? It, that's the thing is that I was I was going in wanting it to be complicated. Oh, and I it see. Wasn't oh, I was okay. like I understand everything that's happening. And I don't think I should be. <laughs> Like I feel like I feel like it's not the tested like thing that Nolan wanted. Like I'm following everything that's happening and it's acting like I don't understand. <laughs> Which maybe that's me. Maybe maybe I was just like maybe, kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I don't know. I still think it's like it's I obviously it's very expensive, so it's gorgeously shot, beautifully shot. Uh, some awesome action scenes. I think John David Washington is still charming as hell as yes. a sort of Bond surrogate. It's basically it's a Bond. It's his Bond movie. He's been yeah. doing Bond movies for like ever since Batman Begins, though. Well, no, I don't know if this this is the most Bond movie of his movies. Like Inception is too too weird and too like it got. That's get, fair. Yeah, yeah. That's where he tries to like put his like tries to kind of Cronenberg himself in a way, I think like, it's like, no, this is the shit I do in all my movies. <laughs> like, let's get like, let's really do some weird special effects on this one. That's, I, and, and like, you know, Interstellar's not a Bond movie. Dunkirk's not a oh, Bond God. movie. No, 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 no. I, I, I meant like mainly the Batman movies were his surrogate Bond movies. Maybe. He's seen them. This is like allegedly from him. He said that like, <laughs> hey, I, the Christopher Nolan said, Batman is my Bond. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sorry, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, if that would be cool. Anyway, the point is, I'm unfortunately, you know, gonna go with the go with the the haters on Twitter, and in this case, kill Tenet because the Great Muppet Caper is one of my favorite movies. Ever. It's a fucking delight. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Oh man, I it's it is my Muppet movie. I feel weird that like I know like the quote unquote correct answer. Is like the Muppet movie being the thing, and the Gray Muppet Caper being like, oh, it's not as good as the first uh, first one because they've got this whole like jewel heist plot, mm. and even like either Ebert or Siskel put it, I forget on the Wikipedia, but one of those two jokers um, <laughs> complained about how the movie was being too meta and how meta humor is too easy. Oh, get the fuck out! 
completely disagree. I completely disagree. <laughs> what the hell? I love. I agree with you. Yeah. I love the meta, especially now as an adult. The meta humor is everything I love about this. <laughs> to like from the opening bits of just that and like how weird Gonzo is and like how <laughs> his like enthusiastic death wish he seems to have and everything. <laughs> just runs into walls and shit. It's like it's like I think it's like I think we will got be sucked out of an engine. It's like that would be neat. <laughs> Oh man! Oh I, my god! I love this take of like Gonzo being an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, yeah. He's just—he's he, like the virgin. He's like the virgin president, <laughs> the virgin mobile president, just like jumping right. on planes for no giving shit. That's right. He—he's Richard Branson of the Muppets. <laughs> Gonzo's the Richard Branson of Muppets. He's oh, no. I love this movie, and I was so happy to rewatch it. And god damn it! Yeah, I I. As a former newspaper reporter who also was once fired from a paper called the Daily Chronicle. God, I relate. <laughs> I remember the last time I really watched this in earnest, too. I was um, uh, I was uh, I was dating another a fellow journalist and we were both interested. It was around the time the, the Jason Siegel Muppets movie came out um, and we were enthused about that. And then I rewatched like we should watch my favorite Muppet movie and I hadn't seen it in so long that I'd forgotten that they were uh, working for the paper that at the time I was employed by and I was just like this movie is so good it knows me um, <laughs> even even the corny dad jokes like I just I just love them more I don't care that they have this the, the same joke about we're gonna catch these thieves red-handed what color are their hands now three times in this movie <laughs> that joke comes up three times it's and it's great each time <laughs> Even if Borogrod's the one asking it twice, like, why well, don't I? Who cares? Jim Henson directed it, you guys. Don't. It's, don't, don't at Andy, everybody. And look, Tenet, again, I spent this, I spent the last couple, like, days being mentally, like, defending, like, you know what? Tenet rules. Tenet's really, Tenet's cool. It's thin. It's thinner than his other movies. I was going to say, <laughs> like, it's the fucking thinnest of plots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least. Uh, yeah, um, where, where David Wa- John Washington struggles to have a character throughout the entire movie. John David Washington. Yeah, uh, my my apology. I, I really don't mean. It. I mean, he's he's Bond. He's James Bond. He's, he's James just Bond. All, he's his name is the protagonist, and I know that annoyed the shit out of you. But like, listen, the uh, you you you've won though. You you forced me to kill this through um, awesome ground level. Uh, subversive Iranian cinema and the Muppets. You know? I mean, if anything was to take down uh, the biggest name in blockbuster history, it would definitely be those two names. Sure. All right. Um, Sam, Sam, I, I, get, I get no pleasure from killing, from killing tenant though. I get no pleasure from it. I just want to let you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I doubt that. All right. A, a little bit. <laughs> Here's, this is tough for me. This, Cause I don't this... like any of the movies I saw this week, except for maybe 400 plus. <laughs> Sorry, well, I, I, I lied. I I'm, don't. Maybe do I like four hundred blows? Who knows? <laughs> I'm gonna leave off four hundred blows because you didn't challenge. You didn't add my challenge this week, so let's 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 portion that off. So yeah, okay. of those of those three uh, masterpieces you watch, fuck Mary Kill, Dead and Buried, Don't Panic, and The Gin. Oh God damn it! Andy. <laughs> you you know what? Okay, you know what? I'll do it. I wish I, right. w- I wish I could be Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mary Poppins, you. But I wanted I want these three these three movies that I probably will never see. Yeah, and you have every reason not to see them. <laughs> uh, the gen- uh, what, what do we got? It's it's dead and buried. Don't panic. And the the gin. That's right. Oh boy, which one do I hate the least? <laughs> 
Well, I, I have to kill Don't Panic because I don't remember a single thing about it. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I remember I was in the theater, and mm-hmm. I remember I told... <laughs> this might get cut. Who knows? I definitely remember <laughs> showing up at the theater, and then, like, there was the... I think it was, like, one of the... One of the clerks or one of the the fucking ticket takers yeah. were checking my ticket, and they said, "Oh, how you doing, Sam? How's it been?" And I just like giggled under my breath, said, "I am so high right now," <laughs> <laughs> and I just like jumped over the little red rope uh-huh. and just like jumped over it again and again like a fucking hopscotch rope. I and I they did not enjoy that, but they definitely laughed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was that was it that polite laugh of just like oh ha ha ha, ha thank you Sam. It's, it's more of like ah I can't believe you're doing this, <laughs> and you're so lucky that you're doing this now. <laughs> uh, but no, I, yeah, um, yeah, I was a little, I, I I was so excited to see a midnight movie that I almost forgot that you have to be conscious when you watch them. Oh wow, uh, where'd you go see this? At the music box. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw I saw the gin and the Don't Panic at music box. Uh, okay. Don't Panic, I, I'm killing it because, I, one thing, it's not that great. <laughs> okay. The things I remember about it were, like, people were laughing at it, objectively laughing at it, not, sure. like, laughing with it. Sure. Uh, and that's always fun to, <laughs> to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other things are, like, it. I don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other, uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, the other ones are dead and buried. Which okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck the gin. All right, it's a it's a fine horror movie. It, it's B level. It's the modern. It's a modern B level movie. Okay, uh, and it's the story of a boy who moves with his newly separated dad to an apartment, and he finds out that. In the apartment, there is a ancient uh, book that has an evil genie in it. And when they unleash it, when he reads the book and he tries to do a spell in order to bring back uh, his mother into the, their life, things go horribly wrong. Ain't that always the way? And uh, bloodshed and bad CGI are bound. Oh. Uh, bad smoke CGI, which is. <laughs> The worst kind, uh, but uh, I, it's, it's fine. It's cute. It, there, there's a, you can kind of see the ending coming a mile away, but it, it, it's 82 minutes, so it can't say it's it's not short enough to like. <laughs> it just like it's very it's very unbalanced in its scares and its setup. Mm. Uh, it sets up maybe 30 minutes of the movie, <laughs> and then the actual 40 40 or 50 minutes are just like. Yeah, medium scares. Uh, the other one, I guess, I have to marry because it's just, it's just uh, legit. It's just better than all the rest. And mm. actually, it took me three days to watch this because Shutter's video player sucks. <laughs> huh? I've never ever seen Shutter like try to play a video when somebody else is using the internet. Uh, it just stops and it says no thanks. Um, but Dead and Buried is great. It's it's fun. It's. It's similar to the fuck. I so want to love this movie. It's mm-hmm. a it's someone who is uh it's a small town called Potter's Bluff. They're their uh townspeople are trying have a deep secret that they're trying not to tell anybody. But they're also there's been a series of murders. Mm-hmm. And there's this really like really fancy, really like uh, like just came back from uh criminology school detective and he's ready to like solve the case. 
Uh, it's very, it's very atmospheric based. It's very well directed. Uh, there are some bad sound mixing issues <laughs> hmm. where like you can clearly tell they, they cut off the sound and just let the actors walk around and then said, don't worry, we'll, du- we'll fix this in post. Um, <laughs> That sounds sounds like a sounds like a certain Nolan movie that I saw. <laughs> also had some sound mixing issues. Oh, are you talking about the Prestige? <laughs> Keep going. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, it's fine. Uh, I think the biggest thing about this movie is that like everyone else from this movie got bigger careers. The production designer ended up producing uh, uh, pr- designing uh, Master and Commander. Oh wow! And like, there's a couple of other there's a couple other ones. I think the direct the writer of uh, Alien, Dan O'Bannon, had a technically had was credited as a co writer, or mm-hmm. a, but he really just gave them notes, and <laughs> and they just said uh, we're not gonna take any of your notes, but can we put your name? We're gonna put your name on it anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's it's there's nothing wrong with this movie. It's just not. It's just it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing you can't see anywhere else. But it's, uh, I think a deal, I do want to remake this movie (laughs) in a way of like, because it's just a really fun idea of like a town is, a town is secretly trying to keep a secret from one of its town members, which I think is, I found very relatable because I love Twin Peaks a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to kill, don't panic. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck the gin and uh, marry dead and buried. Marry dead and buried. Marry dead and buried. All right. Well, I I apologize for putting you through that. Um, that that is okay. Let's talk about the movies we challenge you. Let's other talk to. about them. Uh, you go first. Uh, so you challenged me to the woman in the window. Yes. Uh, um, Are you mad? Um, surprisingly not. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people have, been, have expressed their uh, upsetness about this film online in case you are somehow unaware. Um, it's Joe Wright's long delayed, uh, adaptation of a best-selling novel. Um, it's a riff on uh, rear window, as you might expect. Um, Amy Adams plays an agoraphobic who thinks she, uh, witnesses a wit, uh, murder and then is led to believe that no, she's going crazy. Um, there are twists and turns. It's all very melodramatic, um, it's, it's right on the edge of being a good, bad movie though. Oh, like, like kind of being a campy one. Like, yeah. If, it, if, if, if it could, if it was campier, maybe, um, <laughs> if, if it didn't like try a little, try as hard as it does. And in some places succeed in being reminding you to like, oh yeah, there are talented people on <laughs> all of this, all over this. That's the thing. I think people are getting like, like feeling justified in like dunking on it because you know, you've got Julianne Moore in it. You've got, uh, you Gary, got Gary Oldman, right? Gary, Gary Mank Oldman, Gary Mank Oldman. Um, you've got Tracy Letts in a bit part as well as, uh, writing the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joe Wright, Joe Wright has made, uh, some, uh, very loved movies in his career. Um, so that this one is a miss. It's like, what the fuck? Um, there's sometimes we are reminded of like, oh yeah, um, and, uh, t- Amy Adams can act. Julianne Moore <laughs> is uh, always fun to see on screen. And yeah, if there were, if this were a bit campier, it would be, it would be more fun. It's like a very expensive lifetime movie. Oh, 
Like it, it's like a much higher end uh, Lifetime movie. Like there's some camera tricks that Lifetime movies would never attempt. <laughs> that this just because they don't have the cameras to do so. Exactly. Uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you. I, I'm glad that I recommended this, <laughs> and not his other possibly bad, bad movie. Oh yeah. Have you ever heard of Pan? Oh, yeah. I forgot he directed Pan. He directed Pan. And, Andy, if you give me the platform, you, you let me use this platform for just one, for literally two minutes, I love to play one of my favorite scenes from Pan. Good luck. All right. Let's get to it. Okay. See, I'm looking at his, uh, so Joe Wright, as you're doing that, he did uh, the 2005 Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley. Mm-hmm. Atonement, I think, is probably the one people love most from him. Um, but yeah, he did pan. What the fuck? I have a, I have this. L- let me tell you, tell me if you've heard this at all. What? Shut up. Shut up. This, this is, I. (laughs) I, the only problem is that I can't show you the visuals of this. So they're singing Smells Like Teen Spirit and asking, is this Canada? And here, they're all flying in magic ships. And here's the best scene. They're bringing Hugh Jackman out. The original Do you have a save? I have this, uh, it's my ringtone <laughs> for when you call. He's really laying that on thick. He's really laying on thick. Uh, right, Jumps up. Okay. I've heard enough. Uh, um, you're lucky I didn't recommend that. <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm, I'm also thankful. I don't want to watch it. All right. Well, how did you feel about watching uh, The 400 Bloves? Hmm. I don't know why I don't like Francois Truffaut more. Yeah, isn't that isn't that a weird feeling to have? Because I sometimes have that feeling. It's he's he he everything on paper, goddamn it, is so good. Like he's a very sincere person. He's very uh he's very into uh, working with people that care. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he's every film I've seen is like, yeah, I get it. And just move on. Like Jills and Jim, I had the same reaction. I had the same reaction to soft skin. The 400 blows, I was waiting like, okay, this, I, I have to see. I got it. I have to understand. This has got to be the movie for me to see, to like click into place of like Francois Truffaut was the greatest filmmaker who ever lived. And still I left thinking it was just okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's just a case of. I think I've seen this movie dissected and rever- and uh, broken down so many times by film professors mm-hmm. and by other asshole film people that like it's hard for me to not take it as like a a, a surveying course class <laughs> or like mm-hmm. or like even just a dissecting of 
a dissection of that film. Uh, I have to see it that way. I just can't. Uh, but mm. it's definitely... It's his most sincere, but I also don't... I don't like it. <laughs> like, it's just not... It's not It's not bad. There's nothing bad about it. It's just not... I, I get it. It's a classic and, and very important piece in cinema. But... I don't need to watch it anymore. <laughs> and this is the story of a, of a, and maybe it's just the case of like, I didn't know that the kid throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie was a complete asshole. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> like, like, like not even like, I mean the backstory of like, yeah, his mom technically wanted to abort him and, mm-hmm. and his grandma and he stole from his grandma. And mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's all very, that's a very sincere touch, but like, it's also like, this kid's such a dick. <laughs> He's such a dick. I'm sorry. Yep. He lies and he runs away so many times and he steals from his parents like every day. And I'm sorry. I feel weird. His mom hates him. His dad's just being a sweetheart and trying really hard. He, <laughs> he, he kind of gets kind of angry and mad. He ends up abandoning him, but I still don't. Oh man. I, I understand like it's technically a story about a family, mm-hmm. but through the perspective of a child and it's technically, I guess a a story of a family crumbling or falling apart. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel weird saying that like, it's so, it's so sincere and so, so dry and so earnest in all of its feelings and touching of them, of touching, of touching emotions. But I still was dry as a bone the entire time because I mean, the kid's an asshole. (laughs) It's he, weird. He, yeah, it's it's weird because I feel like the hype of it, too, is like, oh, this is a movie that'll just touch you and just feel so real and raw. And I wonder, like, did I miss, like, something? Like, did the context that this com- that this movie was released in, like, was it so different and so... Di- yeah, was it just so different enough to be, like, to be considered as much of a masterpiece as people do? Because, Andy, we've like, seen movies like this all the time. They're, like, they come out of Sundance, like, fucking Tic Tacs. Like... <laughs> Has 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 Sundance ruined the four hundred blows? We oh boy, Dram- I mean dramedies, They're just children fables, or like mm. just like uh uh like this is it. This is the reverse Spielberg movie that he never made. <laughs> of like, what if I made a kid whose family really tried? <laughs> yeah, and uh, the kid just kept on running away. I don't know why this is my Spielberg voice. Um, <laughs> Hi, I'm Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Let's talk about Jaws. <laughs> I wasn't there for the last week of filming. Look oh. that up. <laughs> he ran away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a bastard. No wonder he loves 400 blows. Uh, oh, boy. Um, well, I'm, I apologize that I was hoping you'd love I certainly was hoping you'd like it. But I also, frankly, thank you for validating my emotions on a beloved movie that Along with Tarkovsky, I just like I just don't get this, man. <laughs> it, I mean, I feel I I feel like I'm end up gonna end up watching every single movie from this man and not like them, and I feel weird saying that because I I like he's so prolific, and so many people that I love love him. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I just feel weird. I don't get it either. But like, I mean, I'm gonna probably watch the last Metro for sure. <laughs> I mean, as I keep, as I eventually get back to doing the movies from the They Shoot Pictures, Don't They list, I'm sure Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep, like, he's going to keep coming up. And I hope one day I will be like, yeah, this one I liked. This one makes sense. Some of the, at best, I was like, okay, this is, 
This is fine. Um, I mean, I like Jules and Jim. Um, I liked I like shoot the piano player a lot. That oh, was I haven't fun. seen that one yet. It's yeah. really zany, and that's kind of where I like. Oh, that's a French New Wave film. That's like really pushing the boundaries and trying to push the genre in a weird, enveloping way. Um, but I, I I felt so bad because I did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Andy. I I don't understand Francois Truffaut's uh, <laughs> icon status. Yeah. Um. Well. So maybe it's maybe it's not for us to know. We're just too busy enjoying the work of uh, Grover. I don't. I was trying to think of a good like who's a who's a filmmaker we both like that is clearly like jokes are hard to write. You guys, especially J- in the Jafar moment. Panani. We'll yeah. definitely check out more Jafar Panani films. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I'll I'm sure he check loves out. Truffaut, and you know, maybe he can explain Truffaut to me. Oh man, there's also I, I really want. Watching this though made me want to watch another film we talked about last year. Uh, what time is it there? Because mm-hmm. they take a yeah. lot of influence from the Four Hundred Blows, and I, I was the entire time I was watching this Four Hundred Blows, I was like, "Damn it, I miss what time is it there?" <laughs> I gotta watch that. I remember you loved it uh, on a previous episode. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let us get to. Oh, Andy, our- was there anything else you want to talk about? I I don't want. I I mean, Twin Peaks is fine, but. Uh, was there any films that you saw this week that you wanted to mention or talk about? Well, let me dig back into my diary and see if anything pops up. Not really. I mean, um, the short, um, the short the film, The Silent Child, is fine, but mm-hmm. a little bit uh, kind of loses it at the end when it becomes much more of like an issue uh, mm-hmm. piece rather than a uh, compelling story. It was starting off strong and then kind of cuts off and be and is like. You know, deaf children don't get the support they need, which is an important issue for mm-hmm. sure. But also just like, oh, man, you had a story going on here. And you, um, so yeah, uh, what's, what's the movie? I guess the only movie I brought up that uh, I saw this week that we haven't talked about anything about, um, I don't have that much to say about, which was Those Who Wish Me Dead. Um, Taylor Sheridan um, is a real, he seems to be great at making those kind of, he makes the kind of work that I feel like your conservative relative thinks is cool and is like just liberal enough to not be problematic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like my my grandma owns both seasons of Yellowstone. <laughs> I just think of it like, I mean, Hell or High Water is a great movie. And he wrote Sicario, which is also a great movie. Yeah. Both great, um, movie. Both great secret westerns. Totally. totally. Neo Noirs. Neo westerns. Neo westerns. Sure. Yeah. Um, he directed a movie few years ago that i remember i used movie pass for called wind river with a uh, jeremy renner again not like not a extraordinary movie just kind of like a real competent real solid kind of crime movie mm-hmm. um that takes place kind of in a remote rural part of america um and i think he's he's good for those kind of scenarios um i think this movie is pretty fine he's got a wonderful pair of performances from uh, Aiden Gillen and Nicholas Holt as a kind of a pair of assassins who are trying to kill a kid um <laughs> this it's entertaining mm-hmm. it if if for it's a it's a fine Saturday afternoon film like the kind of thing you might see on TNT or TBS yeah. if you were still like seeing movies on cable or on HBO as it were yeah. given that it's on HBO Max now <laughs> um it's fine I didn't I didn't love it but and I also just kept turning in my head about how like this is a conservative movie right that's like just edging away like it's like see the sheriff is married to a black woman therefore he's not <laughs> like, i was i kept thinking like it's like this movie's trying to give me like oh wow it's a, 
It's like, oh, and our hero is played by a known Hollywood liberal woman, Angelina Jolie. So, you know, it's... So it's not, it's not so, it's not so concerning. Us country folk know what we're doing. Um, it, what's weird though too, like one thing it, this movie did make me feel, cause I let the credits play till the very end. And at the very end, they made a, uh, there's a dedication to their uh, supervising sound uh, oh. uh, uh, engineer because he passed away um earlier this year i'm mm-hmm. gonna look up his name and i got a little nerdy just like looking up uh this guy's career and uh, all that they all that they've done i don't think i can actually see the sound on letterbox i'm gonna have to do imdb but um i apologize to that person's family but it's a guy who did uh sound sound mixing and sound design for um he worked with Clint Eastwood a lot, which again makes me believe that like, oh, this is a conservative movie. But he also <laughs> did the sound for Arrival and he did the sound for Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born, which oh. I think are both very good sounding movies. And <laughs> the dude also won some Oscars. Um, oh, really? Yeah, oh. he won sound uh, mixing Oscars for uh, Letters to Iwo Jima and American Sniper. So again, hmm. loves working with that uh, Clint Eastwood. And but. Yeah. He, he passed away in February. And so those who those who wish me dead put me onto a little bit of an IMDb wormhole for this one like uh, <laughs> behind the scenes guy and all the movies he touched. And it's just a nice reminder that movies are made by communities, you guys. <laughs> we talk about actors and auteurs and shit, but they're really made by crews. It takes a town of people to make a movie. No, no kidding. And I, and I bet this was a fun town to live in for a little bit. Um, Until they got all the digital CGI. Digital C- sorry, CGI fire. I don't know why I fucking said that was redundant. <laughs> yeah, maybe the CGI fire kind of was a bit was a bit much. Well, on on that note though, um, yeah, that's let's let's talk about challenges for this week. Let's talk about before maybe let's let's talk, let's do a little bit of a programming okay, note. Okay, let's so, do it. Sam, uh, you're going to be traveling in a few weeks, aren't? You? Is that true? I am leaving the state of Illinois to go back to my potato farms in Idaho. That's right. I, I, I am. I am going back to Idaho for a very right. extended period. Uh, I'm going to be off the show for a little bit. I'm going to be leaving. To, yeah. uh, next week's my last show. Uh-huh. We're going to, the show is going to keep going on. There's going to be some different co-hosts throughout the week. I'm excited um, to listen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to, uh, to do it as well. Um, I will definitely miss you though. Thank you. Oh. This show is so much fun to do because uh, you're sitting across the table from Thanks. me, buddy. Thanks, man. Uh, I, it just also... Little thing. Andy and I are gonna go on a date later today. It's gonna be yeah. great. We're gonna go see a movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, Clint, but I'm taking your I'm taking your husband to be. <laughs> she was of- excited. She was she was like, oh, you get to have a little bro date. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we are uh, next week's my last show, and and for at least a month and a half, and I'll yeah. come back. Let me let me throw this at you. Unless you, you want to kick me off the show. <laughs> we'll see. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> and uh, well. I bring okay. this up because we've talked about, hey, you know, we do a little challenge each week. We try to make each other watch a movie or mm-hmm. something movie related while uh, for, in time for next week's show, uh, like a, The Woman in the Window, like The 400 Blows, like Hellraiser, like <laughs> Love on a Leash. And All classic cinema. Now, I want to bring this up to you now, too, just to give you the time to prepare, deny, or give me time to think of a different okay. one. But since we're going to be not near each other for five weeks, I think it would be fun. I'm not going to make the co-hosts like come up with a challenge or anything okay. for each other. That's but uh, I think we should do a big challenge for that time. And Absolutely. 
my my idea for a challenge to you i wrote to you saying like i have a good i think i have a good idea and you're like is it expensive and i said it's possible you may have to rent more films um, okay than uh than are currently available on our streaming services of choice okay um and it's not the hellraiser series but it's close um i think because because Fast Nine is coming out in theaters. No, 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 we, we, you and I should watch all the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> what did you think? Of- <laughs> I thought you were gonna make me watch all of them alone in the dark. No, no, no. no. I, I, I. I think it would be funny if we both watched all of them, and then by the time you got back, we had a whole fucking shebang about. <laughs> Of all, and I mean all fucking ten of, I mean ten. You want to go Fate and the Furious too? I want to go Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious. Fast, fast five. five. Um, I don't know the other five, the other six, four. The six, six Furious. Um, um, Fate of the Furious. No, that's the eighth one. Fate of the Furious. Fast seven. Um. Fast Nine, and then of course, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh my God, we're going the whole the whole FFCU. <laughs> yeah, ten movies. I was gonna recommend Tanner eighty eight for you, but <laughs> ooh, what was that? Robert Altman's like, uh, and and Robert Altman, and uh, I think it's the guy who direct who wrote uh, Doonesbury. They they did a show together. It. 10 episodes on Criterion Channel. But I, I oh, wow. yeah, we'll do, we can do that. Let's do that. That's way more fun. <laughs> you want to do Fast and Furious? Oh, great. All Let's right, do so. Fast and Furious together. It's summer movie season, and I feel like that's the that's the most summer movie I've ever seen. Indeed. I, right. I little, little thing, uh, I secretly have a very deep crush for Fast and Furious, for Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, really? I watched that movie relentlessly when it was on VHS. Wow. <laughs> uh, I watched it more than Fast 1 for sure. Wow. I don't know why. <laughs> it's not a great movie if I remember right. Just I liked the cars more, I guess. Oh, man. Uh, but it, it, I yes, I will gladly do that with you. I will, I will watch the Fast and the Furious movies <laughs> with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this will be this will be, be great. great. Um, uh, but do you want to do uh, you want to do recommends recommendations or challenges for this week? Yeah. Let's um, do that. Why don't you go first? Because once again, I I thought too much about the Fast and the Furious to think about something specific for this week. I I, I want to say I've been I've been a I'm very grateful that you and your wife to be have been so up so ready to w- watch whatever horror movie I throw at you. Oh boy! And I want to <laughs> give you a treat, uh, Andy. <laughs> Since it's a leaving Criterion, Uh-oh. I want you to watch The Lady Eve okay. by Preston Sturgis. Oh, okay. That's a very di- that's not a horror movie at all. Not at all. It's a it's a romantic it's a romantic comedy of the greatest of scales, and it's also, may I say, one of the sexiest movies I've ever seen. You said this a few weeks ago on Henry the show. Fonda can do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's uh, very funny and very uh, charming and oh. very good. Cool, cool. Well, I I accept your challenge, mm-hmm. and for you, I'm gonna be a little. Here's here's my challenge. You you tried to throw this to me at one point. I think I nixed it because mm-hmm. it was because of the different country thing. I'm gonna challenge you to find and watch. I'm gonna say five hmm. short films. Oh, okay. Five short films. They can be from any country, any period in time. 
but five lo- letterbox loggable short films. Okay. Okay. Given that I've been, you know, I'll inject them into my timeline every now and again when I need to fulfill my dumb, uh, what's the word? Compulsion <laughs> toward, <laughs> toward watching a bajillion movies. That's a word. Yeah. <laughs> we can, we can subscribe to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I think that's the word. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go try to try to watch some short films. Uh, see who, see what's one some more. There's stuff on YouTube and there's stuff on Vimeo. There's stuff on letter on, uh, what's it called? Uh, Criterion. Thank Jam. you. There's, there's stuff on Disney plus there's mm-hmm. stuff. I actually, I, I have a free trial, a seven day trial for Apple TV plus. Uh, I don't know if they have any short films, but yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, I'll give them. I'll gladly do this. This would be fun. Then yeah, then that's uh, then that should do it for this week's episode. Uh, you can find us nice. at various points on the internet, as you know, we're based on Letterbox, sort of. Um, so yeah, I'm at Kinetic Android on Letterbox and on Twitter. I should update it more, but I'm at Film Mary Kill. Sam, where are you? I'm at uh, I'm on Twitter at Sam Lounsbury, and I'm on Letterbox at Sam Lounsbury, Sam Lounsbury as well. Yeah, and uh, email us at filmmarykill at protonmail dot com. Uh, Andy, yeah. shebang, shebang. shebang! shebang!